Welcome to podcast 159 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt, and on this week's pod, we are joined by a very, very special guest who we, who we have declared as the FM community's creator superfan. And we also have a quiz as well. But before we do all of that, let's see who I'm joined by this week. Kurt Dizzle, welcome. How's it going? It's it's going all right. Thank you very much. Thank you for asking. Dave Azapardi, hello, sir. Hello, all. Thanks uh, for having me again. Was that hello so, all or hello all? Uh, a bit of both. A bit of both, yeah, marvellous. Yeah. Uh, Dupe, hello sir. Good day sir, great to be back. Up the ticks. Joseph, hello sir. Good evening Steve, great to be here. <laughs> Steve, I've been downgraded to a Steve, fantastic. And Herb Dizzle. Good evening. Good evening. And of course, our very special guest, Brian or Soccer with Brian. Hello sir. Hello. This is, I don't know how I got here, but it's, it's good to be here. <laughs> Magic of the internet, I believe. <laughs> we, will, we will save questions for our main section as you are the topic of it. So, uh, But you, we will want to hear from your save very shortly. But we'll go around the room first of all. David. So yeah, Rotherham. Um, I think the last time we caught up on the, on the series, I wasn't quite finished my fourth season. Uh, unfortunately, we bottled it. Uh, we got to the playoff final against Fulham. Uh, I think we beat Sheffield Wednesday in the semi-finals and then got to the final at Wembley and lost 2-0, I believe. Um, so we've got into a brand new season. Um, a, a big revamp of the squad, really. Uh, a couple of the players that I wanted to get on free transfers, I got. So Eddie and Ketty, who I had, had on loan for a couple of years, managed to get him on a free because his contract expired. Penaranda as well. Uh, unfortunately, Campana, who'd been the main part, he'd been with me since the start of the save. Unfortunately, um, he'd gone to uh, LA Galaxy, so it was a bit annoying. Uh, but I signed about 12 or 13 new first-team players and only spent a grand total of 275k. Um, so we've still got quite a lot of money in the bank if we want to bring some players in in January. I've, I've created a, a whole new system. Uh, we're playing like a 3-4-3, so three strikers, um, two central midfielders, your wing-backs and your three centre-backs. And we started off really, really strong. Uh, we're about halfway through the season. I'm in the top two at the moment, um, conceding way too many goals uh, at the moment. But luckily, we're, we're scoring quite a number of goals. The, the front three just seem to out, obviously outnumber the back when the the back two of a defence so much. So we're getting even when there's the one on ones that are missed, you've got another two players running onto the rebound. So it's working quite well at the moment. Um but yeah I've got to I've got to strengthen certain areas in January because it's come to a point now where I'm trying to play ball playing defenders and I've got Dan Byrne who's about six foot eight who's just like got two left feet at times. Um same I've got the other side I've got James uh, Tarkovsky on loan from Burnley. So um it, it comes to a point where do I do I change the tactic to suit the players I've got or do I start to sign players to suit the tactic that I want to play? So I think in January, that's the decision that I'm going to try and have to make. I wanted to play Libero in the middle of the defence as well, which has worked really, really well. But actually finding at the championship level a half-decent Libero is pretty hard. So I'm playing Herbie Kane, who was signed on a free last season, who could play defensive midfield, but he's got all the attributes to be a half-decent Libero as well. So he's been playing there. So overall, for the start of the season... Plenty of new faces that have settled in quite quickly, but uh, yeah, decent start. And hopefully this time next week, we're finally celebrating a promotion. Jack Rodwell's a fantastic libero, by the way. I'll, I'll keep my eye out. Yeah. <laughs> keep your eye out. Yeah, yeah, I'll keep your eye out. Excellent. But he's, a, he's unheard of very much, so yeah. <laughs> just keep an eye out. Might have to send some scouts out to find him. 
He's probably not even on my database anymore, to be honest. <laughs> He's probably died yeah. or something. Maybe. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, right. Mr. Dupe. I got, nothing, I got nothing left, man. We're done. I got nothing left. Well, you are done. But, but you hadn't been done by last week. Uh, okay, so. so we bottled the Champions League. We won the Coppa Italia final against um, Inter Milan. And we won the league again. Um, and now we've moved house and I'm in a completely different place. Um, Amazon doesn't deliver next day on a weekend. Just Eat's terrible. My inter- what? And my, Am- and my internet's Amazon. terrible. And my Just Eat's awful. And I just feel, you know, just thanks for the positive thoughts, everybody, because I'm struggling at the moment. Proper <laughs> um, first world problems, but there's problems nonetheless. Um, so yeah, now, now I'm basically trying to get my man cave sorted, ready to start streaming again. Um, looking at a few de- uh, databases to see kind of where we go, whether we go stick with Palermo, maybe one more year, try and win that Champions League or whether we just start something fresh, uh, and, and see what we can do. But at the moment, to be honest, man, I'm a bit too emotional to talk. You do sound very broken up by... <clears throat> Losing your, well, your man cave. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, I feel very broken. I feel very emotional. I'm not sure whether that's the fact I've had to move or the fact I've got to see you tomorrow. Um, uh, well, that's, to be that's honest. nice to hear. That, that's kind of <laughs> not really sure whether that's what's breaking me more is that i got to basically sit opposite you and probably have something to eat with you tomorrow. I mean, I do appreciate uh, the, the rhyming. And if we have five guys, I will definitely be using cutlery, so... Uh, again, uh, I've moved, uh, and we don't have a five guys close to me. Um, and, and, he, coming, and he doesn't have that so many friends. I do, I do, I do, I do. Um, but trust me, if I'm getting five guys involved, you're definitely coming. Um, oh dear, man. Zing. <laughs> I actually filtered myself when he said about you or the Amazon delivery, and he went there. Uh, mate, it's good though. Life's great, Matt. Thanks for asking. Excellent. Mm. Well, <laughs> onwards and upwards for next week, I guess. Could be worse. Uh, it could indeed. It could be, be banned. Uh, topical, we'll mm. call that. Very much. Found under topical. Hashtag Kurt for Zealand. <laughs> that wasn't required, but anyway, Kurt Dizzle. Uh, I've had a very AZ week this week. Um, new shirt arrived, which is exciting. So that that's. Uh, that's going to get worn quite a lot. Um, I did my blog on WeStreamFM.com, where I named my FM20 Player of the Year. I won't give any spoilers. Go and check it out. Uh, and we have started, I don't know what season we're in now, um, but we've started the new season, uh, won the league last year, finished undefeated, but got knocked out in the first knockout round to Man City in the Champions League. Once I win the Champions League, that'll be it for the save. But I can't, I can't walk away from it until I've done that. Um, the summer has brought um, some of the big boys in for some of my better players. So uh, Itter, Itterin, I've sold to Barcelona. Uh, I, I got a, guy, a new gen called Jack Mellon, uh, a region left back, um, who I picked up on a free because he was out of contract. And Liverpool have just bought him from me from £45 million. So money is just not an issue anymore. Um all it is is just that Champions League trophy. So I've, um, yeah, I've got uh, the good thing about my squad this season 
is I've just brought in a Brazilian striker called Rogério. So I've now got th- the three Brazilian R's, the new Rivaldo, Ronaldinho, Romario, uh, uh, bloody Ronaldo, is Reinaldo, Rogério, and Renier. And that is going to be the secret to my Champions League success this year. You heard it here first. This is what happens if you don't? Then I'll it. play another season. <laughs> I like that idea. Okay, who you got on the back of the shirt? More importantly, I haven't got anyone on the back of the shirt. But so I'm thinking, right? Once all the madness calms down, like we've got no holidays planned, I could just nip over to Alkmaar, nip over to to the stadium, go and watch an Alkmaar game, and uh, and get and get a proper number. Well, I'll get just get Esposito number ten on the back probably. <laughs> but um, you know, now you're giving I, away your blog. <laughs> well, no, I haven't. <laughs> Or have I? Uh, well, you have. Hey. Oh, ready um, to find out. Case, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can get like proper Dutch, the, you know, the official lettering on the back anywhere. You can normally get it from like online classic football shirts and stuff. Well, they sometimes. do it, will they? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I know a guy that's quite good at doing double Dutch, so he can help. Brilliant. Just yeah. um, on a tangent, did anyone see the Celtic shirt the bloke ordered? He said he didn't want a yeah. name on the yeah. back. And they said, no, just no, write no. blank oh. and they'll leave it off. And he just oh, said yeah, it to blank. 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 <laughs> so good. I saw that. 2020. Yeah. That's, That's excellent. Thing. I do like that. So, uh, do we have any news on the Man City thing? Or is that just uh, on pause for this week? It's just on pause. I've not like felt like streaming to be honest like uh, the 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 streamer showdown and you, you'll know this and obviously like massive kudos to you for for streaming this week but the streamer showdown just takes it out of me and I, I, like it's a it's it's you know i i appreciate i'm just a like a, a a part of the lowdown crew i'm not actually doing anything particularly strenuous but it's a long old weekend of stuff going on and um i don't know i just haven't had the energy to stream this week pretty much off the back of that I think yeah, so it, it, it is a bit tight I think I've got used to it now having done quite a few in, in a variety of roles but the I, the first one I was I was very very tired after uh, so I fully appreciate your situation Herbals we'll come round to you next Sunderland uh, how did how did that go well <laughs> <laughs> I've been hearing about a lot of bottle jobs from all you boys. We just finished the stream and we didn't bottle it. We got promoted to the Premier League on our first season in the Championship. It was actually mental. Um, I didn't want to get promoted. I kept just trying to play it down. It was like two streams ago. I was like, oh, we're saying fourth. Like, we might be able to hang around here for a bit. And then Ashley Fletcher, who we signed last season as a bit of a joke. Uh, was our top goal scorer and we were just scoring for fun and then he got taken out for six or seven weeks. I was like, cool, he's out for the rest of the season so we'll probably we'll start falling off now, that's fine. Uh, I know it was longer than that actually, it was around Christmas time because we panic bought uh, a young striker, uh, a young French striker who just essentially has the attributes for being a poacher and that's it. So he can run and he can kick the ball quite hard. That's about it. <laughs> um, and he slotted in and it just turned into an absolute gem of a player, he finished the season as our top goal scorer. So with uh, with Will Grigg getting cropped for about five months, Ashley Fletcher then getting cropped for about three or four months. This young guy, David Melander, 
comes in out of nowhere uh, and he's uh, the absolute hero. So yeah, we had we we streamed today or day of recording. We had three games to play um, to make sure we stayed within the playoffs. We stayed within the playoffs. We played Birmingham in the first round. Um, kind of scraped through. We got by. It wasn't beautiful. It was a bit sweary as it tends to be. Uh, and then that set us up with a game against QPR who we actually played in those three games. We managed to draw two all against them with that young striker scoring two goals in the 92nd, 94th minute. So it was always going to be tough. They were always going to dominate us. And uh, it wasn't, yeah, it was horrible actually, to be fair. Uh, it was a 4-4 game after 120 minutes, went to penalties uh, and we won 5-4 on penalties. So you, you, you're bigging up this whole bottle job thingy, but you weren't a million miles off it anyway. No. Uh, what, do you, what do you mean? <laughs> I was, I was, well, because well, the first season I was ten points clear at the top of the league, and then we ended up finishing second, and that was monumental. And I was like, bloody hell! I mean, we finished second, which was good, but I built it up too much. I said it was too easy. We were ten points clear, and this season we didn't really. We bought Butland um, and Ashley Fletcher that first January transfer window after we had the takeover, and then we haven't really spent money. We bought in eighteen players, but they were all just free transfers. I think we spent about five hundred thousand on a few players here and there. So it was just kind of a just a thrown together squad. So I wasn't really expecting too much. So to get promoted was absolutely crazy back to back. And to get over the curse of the playoffs. So with the late in Orient save, to go back, my great failing <laughs> of not managing to get to the bloody Premier League because I kept failing in the playoffs. To do it at first time of asking was awesome. And now I've got like the fear because I know what I've got in front of me is a season where I've got 35 million to try and improve a squad which is not ready for the Premier League and I'm just going to get slapped about every single week and I don't like losing. So um, rage streams incoming. But yeah, we did it. We fucking got promoted. Back-to-back promotions with Sunderland. I'm loving life. And without copious amounts of loans as well. Zero loans. Just to prove no one was loaned. No one was taken on after being on loan for two years because their contract ran out. None of that shit. Just uh, (laughs) signing players that were released, giving people a second chance. Amazing what you can do when you ain't got to do a network save with Kurt, isn't it? I know, it's really holding me back. He's been holding you back. Yeah, he's been holding you back, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Just let that one land. (laughs) Joseph, you were talking last week uh, about playing without playing. Oh, mate, I've um, done done so much. It's ridiculous. I just haven't really probably got the time to talk about it now. (laughs) (laughs) I have started a save Um, I've done two paragraphs of the save I think I've clicked continue twice I feel like Matt (laughs) yes Steve Steve. so my plan is to basically do similar to what I've done with a Sunderland save so I'm going to create a save environment for other people to download and kind of play against me and I hope to have that out this week. Maybe. Why is it mode? It's actually quite difficult, but not difficult. So I've basically, because PSG lost the Champions League final, I was like, right, I'm going to start a save PSG to win the Champions League as quickly as possible. The problem you've got is they sign a Cardi for 60 million, so they've got no money, and they've got about 10 players that are leaving on free transfers, and you've got no money to replace them with. So it's going to be interesting. Hmm. It'll be fine, probably. Just play. <laughs> no, sure. I, I, like, I do like that idea. Sign Courtois and stick him up front. <laughs> I've got Courtois AZ now. You must. How many years are you into AZ? Sorry to bring this all the way back. Sorry, to, I didn't mean to like. No, don't don't devote it to me. I just just popped into my head. 
Uh, I was more trying to work out how old he is. Uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> he's 34. Um, he's so you should be able to sign him next year for Blackburn. <laughs> that's not even I saw I saw your screenshot today we've got some yeah. discussions this is why we keep calling you Steve Matt oh right okay so no updates really from Joe but hopefully hopefully next week fingers crossed Brian right we've finally got round to the guest <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm soaking all this in this is wonderful so enlighten us <laughs> the bitchiness, yeah. See, that, Brian's now got to. You, we're going to leave. You're going to now see how much we cut out versus what you've experienced. Yeah. So, oh, there's a even makes it in. There's a hundred percent chance I'm not listening to this episode because I hate the sound of my own voice. But I'm sure it'll be the best one yet. <laughs> yeah, we record for six hours. Uh, we then release. So that's why it takes so long. You know. <laughs> Uh, that's a six hours preamble, yeah. Uh, Brian, right, What what is going on in your save at the moment? You were playing your King of Munich save with uh, 1860. Yeah, minutes. so uh, I have played football manager for many, many years and never won a European championship. So I've never won a Champions League, Europa League, and I'm even counting Europa League 2 now. Um, <laughs> and I had a save going for the longest time where I started with AFC Wimbledon. And I just moved around to just about any club. It was kind of a pseudo journeyman. Um, and I got to Tottenham and lost both the FA Cup final and the Europa League final in literally identical fashion. Um, both with man down, red card. It was, it was the first time in a long time I've ever actually gotten completely angry at the game. Where I actually, um, where I'm sitting right now his upstairs in my house. I like took my computer upstairs and put it into a separate room. Like it had done something wrong. Um, <laughs> put it so, in the freezer. <laughs> uh, and I have a golden rule. I try in one cycle to not have an identical save. And uh, I have already done an 1860 save, but for some reason I just wanted to go right back to that. So I started a fresh save, um, just finished up. I felt like I actually needed to get through January last night. I was like, oh, God, they're going to ask me what I've been doing. Um, so I just got through January. I've been trying to just load the team up with as much youth and high potential as I could. Um, but we're sat, I think, fourth or fifth right now. Um, and for some godforsaken reason, I can't stop letting other teams score on me. Um, so, but yeah. It's it's going well. The end goal is uh, at minimum I want to at least beat out Bayern. But uh, my end goal before FM twenty ends is I just want to win a Champions League. I'll settle for anything. I can win the North American Champions League like it's my day job. But for some godforsaken reason, I cannot win anything in Europe. Farmers League. That's probably why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna miss out on Messi, but that's okay. <laughs> well, uh, so with your previous eighteen sixty save, uh, did you do well? Did you do well in it, or is it just a case of it got paused and then? Because obviously, you're breaking your own imposed rule it here. It was great. It was the first time I actually had, because I basically just loaded up a, a gigantic database, and it was the first time I had ever actually gone through and 
from top to bottom scouted. So I actually found it was, I forget what the guys, it was Kang Chung Guk, I think, was a Japanese region. He was 17 that I had bought for 750k and I built him up. It was the first time I had ever actually built a player up from like Wonder Kid status all the way up and sold him to Madrid for 80 million. And he literally funded a push for the Bundesliga title in the last season I had in that save uh, before I started the next season and literally couldn't score for 10 games straight. <laughs> so um, it, I think it just got to the point where I think it was both a mixture of, man, I can't figure out why I can't stop letting other teams score. And then also um, I just wanted something new. I had played that save for probably six seasons, six or seven seasons. So I just kind of wanted to refresh, and I forget what I actually went to after that, but I just wanted something new. Lovely. Right. Well, as there is quite a few of us, we'll roll around. I'm going to do my save update very quickly, and then we'll get to the, the main portion of the podcast. So Blackburn Olympic, I didn't really play an awful lot after Monday last week because of Streamer Showdown as it takes up a lot of time, especially sort of towards the business end of the week. But uh, we've started off season three not quite as well as happened done in the past two seasons. We're still unbeaten, which is something we haven't done, but they haven't all been wins. We've drawn about three games thus far. Uh, we're st- the, the board have been very, very generous with uh, their expectations, and we have to reach the third round of the FA Cup, and we are in Tier 8. So... Wow. So that is absolutely ridiculous. They also, I also have to win the FA Trophy, which uh, that goes all the way up to uh, Tier 4. So again, lovely lovely uh, Newcastle-esque expectations, uh, as well as I've got to win the league again as well, back-to-back. So that would be three back-to-back league titles. Uh, but fortunately, September is hit in save, and that's usually the time when desperate players want to get game time, and so we've had our recent raft of well, all of the the names like names that people have heard of, rather than lower league gems, that I've been able to start picking up. So the likes of Claudio Bravo, I'm currently trialing at 38. He's going to retire. Basically, I'm going to make him my new Adam Federici for a season, <laughs> uh, hopefully. Uh, but as Brexit's now hit, it's kind of scuppered my plans a bit because I've got to be mainly England, Scotland, Northern Ireland, Wales-centric with the signings. So some of them, uh, like Kolarov is currently on trial as well of the Alexander variety. Uh, he's 35 now, but he's still playing and getting picked for, for Serbia. So that's <laughs> a, a, a lovely little option. He's very slow now, but maybe shirt sales. I don't know if uh, many people are going to be buying shirts in Serbia. Claudio Bravo is also maybe not one of those that is going to get picked for. He's not checked in the most recent Chile side, and he he's not in it at 38. He is retiring at the end of the season. But there are a couple of other little gems, a couple of younger players as well that I'm looking at. But they'll all be revealed once they're all confirmed in next week. How does uh, Brexit affect you at that level? Like, what what's the rules really? It's the same as same as. Uh, so I got one of the harder Brexits where you basically have to have a, a work permit for everyone. Oh right, okay. And so yeah. I didn't uh, know if there was if, like registration rules at that level, or just can anyone play? Really? Not having the registration rules aren't really so much of a, a factor. I have to pay over five pounds a week wage oh, to right. to make sure they <laughs> if uh, to 
qualify or qualify one of the demands of the work permit uh, stipulations or requirements. But the other thing is like down to the, how much they have to play. So obviously, if they're older, they're just not going to be playing for their national team. And right. there are some teams that don't even just outright like Suriname, for example. I've had a couple of players from there on loan, uh, on, on loan on trial, sorry, but they're not able to get work permits because their nation doesn't have a, an appropriate status, so they don't qualify for it on that ground. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, we we're building. Hopefully, um, I've I think I've just drawn Ebb's fleet in the fourth qualifying round of the FA Cup. So that's a <coughs> Vanarama national team in the fourth qualifying round so we didn't have a particularly easy run last season it doesn't look it's going to be any easier this time round so we'll see uh, first round we'll see league one teams get put in so I think that's our next round if we get there so we fell at that fell at the first round hurdle last season when we faced Ipswich uh, we are a tier higher maybe have a few better players but I think it's still going to be an uphill struggle to get if we get there I'll be ecstatic and obviously the the We've still got the the money we earned from the gates from that Ipswich match have basically kept our finances crazy high. So yeah, not really much to update in terms of uh, actual achievement because we're still relatively new to the season, but things are happening. So we'll see how far we get through for the next week. Right, main pod section time. So our our very special guest this week is uh, the FM community's resident superfan, Soccer with Brian, and he provides unprecedented levels of US enthusiasm to counteract our default British sarcasm. And so much so that he famously claims that whichever our latest podcast is the best ever, quote unquote, and he's already done that um, for this week's for me. Um, so we've got a few questions for Brian because I feel like it's a... He showcases a unique part of the football manager community and it's not often that we get to to have a fan on obviously you have experience with podcasts of your own brian so we felt you're a safe pair of hands so to speak but uh, my opening question is does it feel weird having an actual conversation with us that's not via twitch chat or via a, a twitter feed or just by hearing our voices yeah uh really weird like i even when you reached out to me i even just looked at my wife and i was like I, I don't know how to talk to these people. Like I know how to type out words that I'm not going to know how I'm looking over here. Like I'm acting like I'm talking to her. Um, but no, it's bizarre. Like I'm still trying to get used to the fact and it's not like, I'm not trying to make it sound like you guys are celebrities, but I'm just trying to get used to the fact that you can see me and I can see you. So uh, Dave will yeah. love the fact he called him celebrity. Yeah. Oh, Dave, <laughs> he's got that sound clip now. I'm going to go to work tomorrow. That's a fair. What did you do last night? I just got to call the celebrity. That's all. Quite sure Brian did say, I don't want to class you as celebrities. Oh. Uh, yeah, you can chop that up, don't. though. I'm sure you can. Yeah, I'll hear what I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> imagine my shot. But yeah, I, I, I can imagine that there are some people that, it's like when we've had like the meetups at SI and and or various other bits and pieces, and we've we've spoken either through uh, Skype chats or some it's just a Twitter conversation. It's weird meeting up with people. And obviously, the the, uh, the Atlantic Ocean kind of prevents us from from doing that a little more easily. But obviously, this is the closest thing we can have to that. Uh, so, being into football slash soccer and being American is not usually something you find 
in people. <laughs> um, I think it's basically you in Zealand and maybe the odd Canadian um, <laughs> that we find in the FM community. Uh, but, all but what actually they? got you into it in the first place? Um, so it was actually kind of a combo platter. So I, I think most people you'll find uh, in the United States get involved with God, are, are listeners going to, like, chastise me if I refer... Do I need to refer to it as football just so I don't... It, Call like, it soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you don't say roster, you're fine. <laughs> <Or pep talk. laughs> um, I, I think most you, people in the U.S. get involved with the sport of soccer, if it's not from a youth level, uh, through the World Cup. Um, and that was my experience. I want to say it was the 2010 was the first time I really paid attention to it. Um, but then, and I'm the youngest of two other brothers. Um, and my oldest brother was really into soccer. He was also ironically really into football manager too. So it was kind of one of those things being the youngest that I just wanted to be like him. So, uh, when he started to get involved with and be really involved with soccer, he was watching the U.S. men's national team. Um, he's a Fulham fan as well. Um, so Is that the Brian McBride effect? <laughs> I, well, yeah, given the fact that I think everybody that goes you know, from the United States over to Europe at some point hits Fulham up. So, um, <laughs> But it was just one of those things where I, I was watching a lot of the World Cup and I, I think I was actually talking to somebody about this the other day. I was watching a lot of the World Cup, and then I would realize I was like, oh, there's club versions of this. I don't have to wait four years <laughs> to watch the sport. And then it was a thing of, oh, it's played in the U.S. too. That's cool. I'll start watching that too. So, and then it's uh, uh, it just has slowly descended into a very sick obsession. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's weird for you uh, not uh, watching a sport that is a world series when it's only participated by one country. But <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you'll get over Shot. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one of the main things that kind of got you here really was your your streamer showdown hype videos, <laughs> and like because to be honest, they 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 make my weekend when the streamer showdown's on. Like seeing you. Getting like properly amped up, uh, it's it's uh, it's a sight to see. But oh. what like <laughs> that the invo- like I think you're one of the only people that has that proper fan interaction. I think it can only come from an American. But uh, <laughs> it's kind of in our blood, <laughs> so that makes sense. <laughs> but what what led to the the I guess the outpouring of emotion. <sighs> I guess it really just has to do with the fact that I like, because I I think this is going to be a very long, weird, long-winded answer, but I think as much as good content creators want to produce good content, I always feel like I need to be a good viewer of things, and I feel like supporting stuff and everything else, uh, it, it can be done in different varieties, whether it be just even lurking in someone's chat and everything else, and I think with the streamer showdown, one, you know, I'm American, so we love a good tournament. Um, but two, I think it was just the thing that I was I was so pumped up. The one where I'm I'm dancing around my living room 
Um, the funny story is the fact that I'm sitting and my wife might be able to hear me too. She has no idea. She was gone that weekend and I was just, I was watching it. I had thrown it up on our TV in our living room and I literally just was like, I'm just going to do this because I think at that point someone, had, I think maybe one or two of my tweets or something like that had already been shown. I was like, I'm just going to see what else I will be able to send out that they'll show and the one of me listening to pump it up and dancing around is actually my favorite one that i've made a gift now of that i just randomly use whenever streamer showdown news comes up but no i think it's just i i like supporting stuff that is entertaining to watch um and uh i just have no self-control <laughs> <laughs> excellent have you like um, have you thought about streaming yourself uh, well, you see, I'm I'm currently talking to you people uh, through a computer that's about eight years old, um, and it's a laptop. So I've thought about it, um, but right now, um, house payments are a little bit more important. Real life, yeah. it's uh, it's a bitch. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> Sorry, Curtie. TM infringement. <laughs> so. Sticking on the, the subject of streamer showdowns, obviously, I presume you've pretty much watched every single minute of all of them. Uh, first of all, do you have a favourite one thus far? And also, thoughts on season six that has just finished? So, there was one I missed, and it was literally because it was the weekend of my sister-in-law's wedding. And I even... I, no excuse. I, I think I think I was in your chat and I even told you, I was like, man, I'm going to miss it. And you're like, that doesn't sound like a good excuse to me. Um, I, I don't think... The thing is, and this is a very... Uh, it's almost a little of a Kurt-esque uh, answer. Um, I'm going to kind of uh, sit on the fence here. I like each one because... <laughs> Fucking getting roasted by everyone now. <laughs> I'm not having this. I'm not having this. <laughs> that is incredible, man. And I've actually talked to Ben about it, but the thing I like about the Streamer Showdown is it does make even even marginal improvements every time. And I think that's what the tournament has to do is each time it has to make a small improvements. So the one that just finished, um, I, I, I was sadly uh, uh, disappointed with Tom's performance. Um, uh, you hate to see it. But um, <laughs> later, uh, it was I was fucking <laughs> <laughs> cocky little prick. <laughs> he entertains me because you watch Tom, and he's not the guy that you would think would be super arrogant and trash talky, but he is the guy that is. Uh, it's, it's almost like he puts it on, right? Yeah, trying be, he's trying to lie to make friends. That's all he's doing. <laughs> um. I was impressed, and I know this is going to come as a shock. I wasn't, uh, because he is American, but I was impressed with the fact that Zealand not only was able to uh, skirt out of the playoffs at the end, but he, for some reason, has his brain where he can grab onto the match engine and get the most out of his team. And I think even though Kev has won it four times, he's going to be somebody that every time he plays is always going to be tough to beat because he just he knows how to tweak formations and tactics and stuff to actually get everything to work to the best of his didn't, ability, even though... Didn't Kev beat him, like, 8-1? Okay, well, not consistently. <laughs> just saying fraud. that because I said stuff about a fence. Fraud. <laughs> fraud. <laughs> Kurt, you firing shots? Finally. 
Okay, he finds the shots, doesn't call them. It's far too nice this weekend. I was like, where's all the shit talk? It was nice, wasn't it? I watched I a bit like, of it back. Oh, I was like, this is too nice. Puked in my mouth. I was like, what's going on? Why is no one calling someone, you know, an arrogant? We need one with everyone from the five-star pod on it at some point. I'm just saying. I don't think that's broadcastable. There's Brian we just make our own. going to test yeah. to right now after having witnessed this. Alternative commentary. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> after, after after eleven PM, yeah. Can I send Twitter videos into that? Um I presume they're gonna be also content that you normally post in your OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. After eleven PM. <laughs> um so you you were you were you interjected into your answer, so please continue, Brian. I forget what the question was. So, so we, you, you were saying you were saying about what your favorite favorite. You're calling oh. Kurt out for sitting on the fence, basically. Yeah, That's I was I, I was shitting on Curdy. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> was Berlin, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I think that uh, every one makes me enjoy it a little bit more because I think all the improvements, whether it be just the different risks that get taken, and everything else. Um, God, I wish Ben would win one so I would stop feeling sad every time I wear a scenes t-shirt and he doesn't win. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's each good. one kind of steadily uh, increases and, and I enjoy more and more. If Ben, well, if Ben's in the next one, he's got the nappy factor now, hasn't he? So uh... you should make that up. No, no, the nappy factor. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's um, <laughs> so in in golf, right? That. The percentage of um, like players who have just had a kid, their win percentage goes through the roof. So, Mark like in golf, well. the <laughs> nappy factor is genuinely a thing. You know, we're not playing golf, though, right? No one asked, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McElroy's just had a kid. I oh, right. Listen, I'm trying to bring a bit of insight. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. Yeah, absolutely. The fact that he's had a kid will definitely. Drive him on well, the, the 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 theory is is that they want to make their kids proud by by like winning golf tournaments. So you know, you know, you know in this case, it'd it. be <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> to round off our little interview with you, Brian, I want to know your your own personal safe highlights. You've said that you've sort of played football manager for for a long time, uh, but what are your best achievements and worst moments from any football manager? So. We, we, you know ours, and, and we generally wax lyrical about sort of uh, nostalgic things that remind us of better times in Football Manager. We want to hear yours now. Um, I had a save um, that I had dubbed on Twitter, MLS to the best, where I was trying to win a all the 17 and a half trophies that you can win in the US and then win something in Europe. And I had started the save out with the Chicago Fire, and I had gotten to the North American Champions League semifinal. Uh, I think it was Tigres in Mexico. Um, that was my attempt at a Spanish accent. Um, it was Tigres. It was almost on par with Zealand. Is he uh, Welsh? Is he Welsh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and semif- I mean, you're right, but that's a bit harsh. <laughs> um. Semi-final, uh, I'm down, uh, it's two legs, I'm down three to one, and um, going into- Bottom th- of the ninth? <laughs> no? Yeah. Well, I guess- Sorry. <laughs> I always forget that. Uh, that is something I'll never understand, is saying the home score before the away score 
Anyway. Um, but going to the second leg, down 3-1, I was like, well, I'm just going to have to throw everything against the wall. So within 10 minutes of that game, went down 4-1. Um, and I was like, well, shit. Um, I was like, I, I threw George Thomas, who is a Leicester City youth I had picked up on a free transfer the season before. I threw him up next to, I forget who was my striker at the time, but I threw him up there as a false nine right close with him. We ended up scoring three goals and go, sending the game into extra time. And then we ended up going into penalty kicks. And I wish I would have saved the video, but I uh, uh, literally jumped up and down because we ended up winning the game and going into the Champions League against another MLS team who we had just troused in the season or during the regular season. So I ended up winning that game, the semifinal leg. And that was, that was one of those experiences where like I had to, for a few minutes, remind myself it's a game and not to get <laughs> painfully excited. But it was one of those things where I got so excited. I just ran it. It was kind of like the streamer showdown video. I was jumping up and down and dancing and I didn't play pump it up, but I don't think that had really hit my mainstream yet. I was going to say, if you need any help with North American Champions Leagues, just hit Dave up. Ah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Ah, done well there, Dave, didn't you? One of them nights. Uh, free, free attempts. <laughs> yeah, can I, can I yeah. just do a piece? MLS is not that scary. You yeah, just... It's not uh, scary. It's terrible. It's it's a game within a game. <laughs> I just had to ignore the draft rules the next time I went there. Yeah, I just, just skipped the draft. The, and the only thing I realized towards the end was if I wanted to sign new players, I just um, used my draft picks to get international slots. That's what I did in the end. I living in the MLS rent free. Yeah. yeah. The roster, and you're like, cool. No. I'm gonna improve my scores, and they're like, ah, ah, ah. No, you can't, because you can't spend <laughs> you that have much money. You have to release like, six you. players before you. Yeah, I, I remember I was asking was... you, Brian. It took me about half an hour to get my head around why I couldn't sign a particular player. I, yeah. I, I'd sign a player, and I released them. So I've actually wrote things on Medium.com where I just literally wrote out a bunch of tips and stuff. I've had people that found those things that I wrote and direct messaged me on Twitter to ask me additional <laughs> questions out of the blue. So, yeah, it's I like being able to help people understand MLS because it's actually fun, especially when you beat teams in Mexico, because Mexican teams are tremendously better. Um, but, yeah, MLS isn't that hard. Says the American. Says the American. <laughs> right, Brian, you've been fantastic to have on. Thank you very much for, well, I mean, this is... Uh, obviously, pretty much straight after you finished work, uh, because of the time difference and everything like that. So we do appreciate you sort of tweaking your day so you can uh, you can feature. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you guys. Excellent. Right. Well, we'll now give you a quiz of the highest order, won't we, Dupe? It may be good, it may be poop, but one thing's for certain: it's a quiz from Dupe. No, I do. I've, I've been working very, very hard on a quiz today. Um, and it's something a little bit different. I don't I don't think I've done this one before. So uh, it's all about uh, me and Matt were in a Discord call the other day and we're talking about players uh, and some strange players that seem to be 
a lot younger than we anticipated. So it's all about ages today. We're going to go around in a circle and you're going to tell me whether the player before is older or uh, sorry, the player I, I tell you is older or younger than the player before. You get it right, you get a point. Simple as that. Okay. So we're going to start with Brian. All right. Brian has got Cristiano Ronaldo at 35 years of age. Cristiano Ronaldo is actually 35 years and 211 days old. Is Thiago Silva older or younger? Now, we are counting the days just to make it a little bit harder. This is really pulling up my brain strings. Mm. They're very thin. <laughs> um, I, did a, I did a tough one to start with. Go on, Brian. Younger? So Tiago Silva is actually 35 years of age as well, but he is 307, uh, 47 days. So he's older. So he's actually older. Yes. So that's not a point, unfortunately. I Welcome to the quiz. To, I, you didn't. Your internet <laughs> cut out again. It was older. Yeah. Older. Okay. <laughs> okay. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Herb. Yes. Tiago Silva, 35. You know, 347. Younger. Days. Pepe, the Portuguese centre-back. Is Pepe younger or older than Thiago Silva? Oh, I, I want to say older, but I'm going to go younger. I feel like it's a trick. You're going to go younger? Pepe younger. is actually 37 years of age <laughs> and 190 days. That's not a point. Uh, just if anyone is interested in how we've actually got all this data, uh, I've loaded up a, a football manager database and I've simmed to today. So these are their actual ages as of this second. Why don't you uh, just check on Wikipedia or something? Because <laughs> I don't have to type 11 million times, Dave, and I, I can just do it live. Can I just ask a question? Of course you can. Is it Matt's database? <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that. Steve. Okay, David, your go. Uh, Pepe, go 37 and 190 days. Is Santi Cazorla younger or older than Pepe? Ooh. Um. So Pepe is 37 years of age plus 190 days. Part of me thinks older, but I'm going to go younger. I'm going to go younger. You think Santi Cazorla is younger, yes? Yeah. That is correct. He is 35 yeah. years of age and 265 days. So uh, congratulations, Dave. You're first on the mark. And Curtis has been very active. Uh, people can't see. He's been pointing and he's been getting every single one right. So, Curtis, big dog, my question to you, Mascarano, is he older or was he younger than... Santi Cazorla. Older. Gotta quickly. Be. He's gone in very quickly, and I like that. It bodes well that speed impresses me with you, Curtie. He is older, you're right. Mascarano is 36 years of age and 87 days. Mr. Matt, one Can we just pause nerd? for one second? I can see in the call that both Curtie and Nerd have Football Manager open. Just leaving that out there. I mean, Curtie answered that so quickly 
I, I'm not questioning his integrity at all. I, I, I wasn't either. I was just pointing out. Uh, just and I'm using my own database, so it's probably wrong. <laughs> 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 Matt sent me his database, so it's fine. <laughs> Matt, let's see. Uh, so, Mascherano, uh, Steve Mandanda, is he younger or is he older than Mascherano? Uh, I'm getting older. You're going older. Mandanda is actually younger. He's 35 years of age and 159 days. How did you get that wrong, Matt, when you actually could have typed that in on Football Manager? Because <laughs> I'm not Those a cheating days. little peasant. <laughs> and Joe... Cheating. <laughs> you won the lottery. Every week. Go on, do it. Do it, Matt. Do it. Uh, Joe, we're going from Mandanda <laughs> to Felipe Luis. Is he younger or older than Mandanda? Older. So Mandanda is 35 and 159 days. Felipe Luis is 35 years and 25 days. So he's actually younger. Yeah, I do apologize, mate. You got that wrong. Okay, so let's jump a little bit. We'll go out to Brian. Are you ready, Brian? Sure. Yeah, you sure? You sound it. 35 years and 25 days. (laughs) We're now jumping to Adebayor. Is he older or younger than the previous player, Felipe Luis? So, just as Brian's thinking and typing it into Google, uh, we we're trying to trick them. So, this is a bit of a tricky question. He's got his hands up. Uh, it's not. It's higher or lower? Older. <laughs> Adebayo is older. (laughs) Exactly. No, he is older. He's uh, he's 36 years and 190 days. We're back to you, Herb. I'm jumping from Adebayo to Wes Morgan, the Jamaican centre-back. He's gone in quick. He's gone in early. He said he's younger than Adebayo. Adebayo is 36 and 190 days. Wes Morgan is 36 226 yeah. days old. He's actually. Who's <laughs> 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 this, this fucking prick at a mile? Oh, it's amazing. Um, we're going to Dave, Brad fucking Guzan, man. the American. Oh. Is he younger or older than Wes Morgan? Gotta be older. You going with older? Yeah. Brad Guzan is actually younger. He's oh, 35 dear. years of age. Uh, Wow. Uh, and he's actually just about, years, a, he? just about a turn 36, to be honest. Uh, Kurt Dog, the big mm. man. Babianski. Oh. Older or younger? Yeah, I thought I feel he's deceptively old. I'm going to... What is it? So he's... The guy before was just about to turn 36. Yeah, Brad Guzan is five days away from turning 36. Okay, he's uh, younger, Fabianski. Fabianski is 200... Fuck me, he's old. He's, he's old. <laughs> <laughs> he's 200 days younger, Kurt. You are correct. Well done, mate. Well 200, done. bloody hell. 200 Matthew. Days. 200 days, wow. yeah. He's younger by 200 days. So we were on Fabianski at 35 years and 138 days, Matt. We are going to jump to Roberto Soldado. I can't say his name. <laughs> That's it. Soldado. Sol- Is he younger or is he older, Matt? So I'm going to tell you again. Younger. 
Fabianski was 35 years and 138 days. So he is 35 years and 99 days, Matt, Ooh. which makes him younger. Well done. You got your first point of the day. Uh, we're jumping to, to Joe. And oh, we yeah. are going to... <laughs> what, you're, you're older or you're younger? <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Puntelar, Joe. Ooh, older. Older is correct. He's 37 years of age. Okay, last round because I'm bored. Uh, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> At least I'm honest. <laughs> Ryan, Martin Skirtle. Is he younger or is he older than 37? Teenage Mutant Ninja Skills. <laughs> uh, younger, I have no idea. Younger is correct. He's 35. I mean, I have an exact idea. You do? <laughs> you have an exact idea. Herb, I'm going to make this very easy for you, Herb. Younger. Sergio Ramos. Who was the first player? Sorry? Skirtle. Younger. You're going to say younger? Yeah. Why would you say he's younger? Because uh, he's pick. younger, you're right. Okay, right yeah. Then. Woo, woo, because I know. <laughs> yeah, let's go. As a party, we are jumping to David Silver. Is David Silver younger or older than 34-year-old and 157 days, Sergio Ramos? Oh, there's going to be days in this one, surely. Um, I'm going to say... You need this. Oh, this is going to be close. Um, I'm going to say younger. I'm going to say David Silver is younger than Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos is 34 years of age and 157 days old. David Silver is 34 years... 239 oh, days old. So you, uh, I think that means you are wrong. Yeah. Kurt yeah. Dog, mm. to win, no, no offense, Matt and Joe, but to win, None you time. are currently sat, <laughs> the, sorry, you're currently sat with uh, David Silver, 34 years of age, 239 days, Manuel Neuer. Is he older or is he younger than David Silver? Younger. Curtis says he's younger. Attention is building. It's not really. Yes, Kurt, you're right. He is younger. He's 34 years and 160 days old, Kurt. Did you know that? I thought he was, I thought he was younger than younger that. Than that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Emmanuel was 34. Uh, Matt and Joe, just to round the numbers up. Um, older. Leroy Sane, Matt. Is he younger or older than Neuer? I think he <laughs> oh, might be that younger. Strangely Correct. Enough. 24. You're right. And, uh, and Joe... Uh, to Stegen. Is he younger or is he older? I'd say older. Correct. He's 28. Well done. Uh, Herb and Dave, you're in the mud. You're on one. Uh, Brian, Matt yeah. and, and Joe are on two. And oh, uh, and Curtie wins it with three. Good news is, Curtie's also now won the opportunity to do the quiz next week. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Curtie. He's washing his hair. Yeah. He's washing his hair. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, it was a bit ad hoc. I completely forgot. <laughs> I've been, I've been there. It's fun. I've been, I've moved house. You know, no one asked. You mentioned it. No. Should get some new jokes, really. 
<laughs> no, these, are, these, are fun, these are the best jokes yet. <laughs> uh, he's a little bit too much, isn't he? You know, he's just he's too positive, Brian. Tell us for shit. It's all right. He's still awake. Don't We're all it. asleep. Yeah, there's sunlight <laughs> where I'm at right now. Right. That brings episode 159 to a close. You can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account, and WeStreamFM Discord server in the podcast description, or by visiting WeStreamFM.com, where you can also find the blogs that have been released this past week. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye. I don't know why I'm waving. Goodbye. I, I Bye. Like waving. waving.